Hey guys and welcome back to just get to the point. Now I know I've been on a hiatus. I have been away for a while. I've not really done this properly. I take full responsibility for that. I have nobody to blame. I just wasn't I didn't really have anything to talk about to be very honest because I saw a lot of Wes Anderson movies and I was like okay these are great movies but I don't think I really have a hell lot to say that hasn't already been said but recently me and my girlfriend we finished watching the Loki show and now she is a proper Marvel fan I am a I'm not really that big of a fan. I'm a fan of like all the cool shit blowing up. I'm I'm a fan of like oh this is a cool moment and oh Captain America picked up the hammer of Thor or whatever shit. I'm I'm like a fine fan of that kind of shit that's blowing up. But apart from that I'm not really a big fan of all the Guardians movies and like Thor Ragnarok. I have a particular hate for Thor Ragnarok as you guys know. But Yeah so, but basically I've been really intrigued by the idea that Marvel is now trying to do long form storytelling over a couple of episodes which are like on a weekly basis released and things like that and I think that is a pretty cool concept and I think that Loki is really really worth talking about because it's a pretty fucking awesome show guys so yep this episode is going to be about Loki So Loki as a show in its entirety is I think the best of the three Marvel shows. No questions asked, it's straight up one of the best shows that I think Marvel has ever created. And this is including all the uh, Jessica Jones and things like that. Like I've seen a bit of all of that and okay, let's be honest, Jessica Jones and Daredevil particularly are great shows. Like I think that they are really well produced for Uh, a Marvel show that is particularly not say canon in a way, and I really really like those shows. Very little that I've seen. I've seen very little Jessica Jones, and I've I think I've seen an entire like the first full season of Daredevil, and I thought that these are great stories, very well told, very well shot, very well edited, great performances, all of that. But eventually, in the larger area of the MCU, these don't really matter. because you're not really going to find people who are like oh you know what daredevil is the best thing to come out of marvel it's usually going to be infinity war or is going to be ragnarok or something like that and while each marvel film on its own might have its own problems might have its own issues might have its own whatever i feel that these problems are a lot more highlighted in a tv show because it's such long form like one problem doesn't get over in about 45 minutes to like an hour and a half it usually stays for all six episodes which are each almost an hour long so it's harder to miss these problems which is why i think it's a big gamble to firstly take such popular characters like falcon and the winter soldier or even wanda and to make a show out of all of this and to take loki and tom hiddleston who is a phenom of an actor and to make this story i mean i i just say that we need to like marvel needs to give itself a pat on the back just for the ability that it could and it did and it took this risk because marvel is a very non risk taking studio you can say like once a character fits it the it's the same character or the same sort of stro- story structure story structure story structure in a way like and 
my biggest problem with a lot of Marvel movies is that they usually rely on humor a little too much. It's always about the comedic moments, and it's sad that today when you do have something like DC, which is, I mean, don't get me started on that. It's pretty sad. But my biggest problem with that is that people just say that oh you know why Marvel is better than Disney uh, sorry DC because uh, oh the the movies are funny dude or the movies are light hearted no? and I'm like but that's not what makes a superhero movie a superhero movie like I I like Loki and Loki doesn't have a lot of humor like okay yeah it does have its occasional splash which we'll talk about later but basically on a overarching sense Loki is a pretty okay comedy wise and the comedy doesn't always work but it's a great story story wise and so basically the story all revolves around loki from end game which is the 2012 loki who uh, gets the tesseract he escapes and then he gets caught by the time variance authority which is supposedly the the authority which can control and take care that all time properly and all that stuff and they basically arrest loki because he's gone against the flow of time he's done something that he shouldn't have done or wasn't written before or something like that and basically now he's fucked up and now he's caused another separate branch of time which is now going because of his action so they arrest him and owen wilson shows up out of now okay yeah i i knew he was in the trailers and i knew that he was going to be in the show but i genuinely did not think that owen wilson would be this cool as a marvel character because marvel is i mean let's be honest marvel is fairly notorious for taking great actors and then reducing them to be like oh sassy sidekicks or whatever whatever you know like i really really like cat dennings like i think cat dennings is extremely funny and extremely like and she's a good actor like and it and it's not just comedic timing like she is a good actor overall but she's just reduced to being oh this the funny sidekick oh haha look at her being like funny and stupid or whatever and i don't particularly like that about marvel movies because even say something like anthony mackie who is falcon i think falcon does a little too much com- comedy and he's and he's a great actor like i don't know why they keep doing that like even anthony dude fucking anthony hopkins okay like the only thing i can remember about anthony hopkins playing fucking uh, the odin is that he loves screaming in thor 2 and it's all done like as a, like he's he's being a little caricature he's doing that kind of stick and of course these actors do bring a lot to the table and of course to the point where they are so phenomenal that today i cannot imagine somebody else playing odin i i completely agree but my biggest problem with a lot of marvel movies is that within a 2 hour span almost usually less than 2 hours because most movies are around 1 hour 50 minutes to 2 hours 10 minutes and let's assume 2 hours is the median a lot of actors are forced to be like great actors plus dramatic plus comedy plus serious plus everything all in this little time and i feel that apart from the main characters the other guys don't really get a lot of time like odin is there for thor to quite a bit i'll say in the first half but then he's not there at all in the second half and in thor 3 i mean he just dies but i mean like it, this is not a odin sucks podcast this is not a i have a problem with the way marvel writers write characters but i mean it kind of is I, i don't know but this is not about the movie this is about the show 
and where the show really really succeeds is that while it's while it has its own comedic moments etc etc it gives its actors a lot of space to just shine and be good actors like tom hiddleston is a fucking phenomenal actor but in almost all marvel movies he's kind of like he's the butt of the joke he's the guy getting beat up by hulk he's the guy who's always making some sort of funny quip or something like that and he's pretty much reduced to that and i don't particularly love that about loki which is why loki has always been such a intriguing character that oh he's so interesting and i wish the movies did more i wish the movies did more before they fucking just killed him off in the infinity war and i was like what but i was like you know what this kind of sucks i was pretty angry at mom for that i was like okay infinity war is a good movie i'm not going to deny that but the fact that loki is just killed off so quickly and everything i was like nah i don't like this but then when they announced the show i was like okay you know what this show might just do justice to my one of my favorite characters from the limited marvel movies that i've seen and yeah i'm not going to lie this this is a pretty good pretty good loki story and as a loki character Uh, pun in, pun intended. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's character is not particularly the only lead of the show. He also has his female counterpart, known as Sylvie, who is the female version of Loki from from another alternate timeline, etc., etc. And the both of them are predominantly the the protagonists that we follow on this adventure to find out who's behind the time variance authority and all of that. And for the first time, at least in the first two or three episodes. To be honest, over like all the episodes, not gonna lie, I really like that Marvel built a world. My big problem with Marvel always has been that in in their big set pieces, in their big movies, they always set up locations and they build on a location like Sokovia or say New York or say uh, Wakanda, for example. These are very well built locations. but not as a world like i don't really understand how wakanda works apart from oh yeah there is a king and the king rules and king has superpower and everybody has lots of tech and it's tribe that's pretty much it like of course it is better than say asgard where i know pretty much nothing about that world apart from say kavla the science and the magical shit and the fact that they have a monarchy and odin the king and his kids are this and kids are that but outside of that i don't i know the family really well i know thor's family well but i don't really know the world as a whole if you know what i mean and here what i really really like is that they take that time out to build on something like the dva and how it works and who everybody is and what are the rules of this place and things like that and even after that stuff is done like even like after say loki and sylvie escape and about i think episode 3 it does build on oh the void is this and the time keepers place is this and how on that uh, planet that they are where the apocalypse is going to happen everything everything it felt like it's a fairly well done world like i feel invested because i know how this world works and since the main plot revolves around finding out who is behind all this i feel that the world building really really helps create that atmosphere where because you're invested in the world you want to you also want to know who's behind all this you want to know what's up you want to know who is controlling all these people where have they come from etc 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 and that is one really really good thing about the show that 
it really makes the world feel alive lived in and you as a you as an audience member you also feel like okay yeah dude like i'm invested in this and i am following this and etc 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 and yeah so the world building is great secondly the goddamn score of this thing now i went back and i heard a couple of the the most important tracks from uh, the album and i think her name is natalie holt i might be getting this wrong i'm so sorry i'm uh, kind of recording while i'm driving it's a new for- format nobody's really done this before so yeah basically i think it's natalie holt and natalie holt has done a fabulous job making this show because one big problem that i always find with marvel movies of course ever since uh that one uh tv uh, video essay channel i think the name was every frame of painting made a remark and made a video about how the marvel symphonic universe doesn't really have iconic music since then we've had a lot of iconic music and let's be honest the iconic music is reserved for say infinity war and say end game in particular but as a whole marvel usually relies on a lot of pop music rock music like soundtracks not original soundtracks if you know what i mean and i feel that this show is one that i think after winter soldier captain america 2 if i'm not wrong captain america 2 had a fabulous original score by henry jackman and i think after that natalie holt can or is probably a close second like she is like i think the only reason i would take captain america's over this uh, soundtrack is because i have heard it over a long period of time i've heard it for extended hours while i'm showering while i'm gymming and things like that so i just am a little bit attached to it more but apart from that i feel that this show really really nailed the music and to the point where my biggest complaint with some movies like infinity war was that thanos doesn't really have a theme and for such a large scale production it's weird that he doesn't because if he did it would have been so cool and it's not just for the cool sake music is a very good tool in filmmaking to really convey an emotion and the fact that they didn't really do much of that in infinity war but then they did it for end game with the whole portals and things like that yeah i kind of felt a little betrayed there musically because fucking that portals is a great like it's so triumphant and it's such a like you hear it and you're like yeah fuck avengers but if i make you hear like some random music which played while say i guess thanos was around you're not going to be like oh yeah dude this music reminds me of thanos no it's not going to do that and this show really really excels in the music department and i think it has nailed nailed that music and i really hope that natalie holt gets to compose music for a couple of more of their productions and i'm i'm pretty sure they're bringing her back for season 2 of the show and i'm extremely excited to see what she does because sometimes like in certain parts of this like when that apocalypse scene happens i think in episode 3 or some something and the music is playing i could actually feel that oh dude these these guys have actually given up like these guys know they can't do anything and they've just surrendered to their fate and i was like holy fuck the fact that they that this music is conveying this to me like music film film music particularly is the greatest only when it can convey the emotion twice like visually and through an audio medium like the reason why fury from captain america is such a great track is because that anxiety and that rush that nick fury is feeling about somebody trying to fucking murder him 
and like mercenaries being behind him and him not probably being failed by you know like he's being failed by his car he's being failed by his machinery and he probably can't save himself yeah fuck dude like that track just straight up conveys exactly what he was probably feeling and i feel that that is one of the greatest things that any film track can do and yeah so he fucking achieves that and now coming to some of the stuff that okay now let me get this out of the way a lot of the criticism that the show is facing i don't subscribe to that criticism in the sense that a lot of people's complaints were two particular things that a uh, oh the show isn't about our loki oh it's about sylvie oh oh this is so progressive oh why is it female character and whatever 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 and the other complaint that a lot of people had was that oh but our loki isn't cunning and like he is just a different loki and how it is like this apna loki to he is very cunning and i was like he betrays everybody and i was like no that's that's i mean i get i get the criticism but i feel that it's very very basic like i think that of course if you show if you tell like if you describe the show to some somebody probably they are going to have this exact same crit- criticism but if you watch the show i don't think that you would still have this which is really weird because a lot of people do have these opinions and i'm like what so mainly with the silvy aspect of it my biggest problem with this criticism was that it's just so what so what if she is a woman and of course i'm not trying to say that oh this means that oh very good agenda and very good uh, whatever but my fucking point is that yeah she is a woman so like that's where it ends like it's just another perspective of a character and she is equally cunning she's equally strong she's equally the uh, untrustful she equally is betraying she she has all the loki characteristics with her own special touch to it and i don't find a single problem with that and to be honest of course i had a little problem with her arc because the pacing of the show kind of didn't let you really really explore her a lot and like something like say like uh, silvy was kidnapped when she was a child by the time various authority which is why she hates them and she murders them and she has this big plan over so many years that she's going to take it down i felt that that is just glossed over in like one scene where she is kidnapped and she kicks a guard in the foot and then she escapes and cut to silvius now she is like i want to murder everybody i want to murder everybody and i'm like this is a great villain ish character who has the motivation who has backstory but the backstory and all is just not like explored enough and yeah that is valid criticism for silvi that is very very valid criticism for silvi but the problem that oh why is this character being explored that just seems pretty fucking weird because now now let's assume for argument's sake that they hadn't ex- explored her and they didn't have the big uh, gang is behind there's a mastermind behind this tv and all and the whole story was just there's a loki variant who's killing people so uh, owen wilson and apna loki has to go fight her and find her or whatever 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 that is a okay plot but then at the end once they found her and then she would explain her motivations and all the the like fucking the hypocritical answer to that would be that oh but this villain isn't even explored or oh, this villain is only introduced in the final 30 minutes of the like in the final episode of the show what is this this is not nice this is not this like 
I think that you can't really have it both ways. You can't really complain that a character is being explored, and at the same time, if it wasn't explored, complain that oh, why wasn't it explored? That fucking hypocritical. Don't do that shit. And secondly, I don't understand the criticism that why she explored because. To be honest, it's not like our Loki was sacrificed to further her character. Like it's 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 not like in the first two ep- episodes we realize that okay, Loki is still the cunning, betraying himself, and he's just pretending to help these guys. And eventually, he just wants power of the TVA because he doesn't really care about who's behind this. He just wants that power away from that person. And over time, he matures. He starts caring about someone, and then at the end. in that final scene he comes to the conclusion that oh shit all my life i can never be trusted and the one time i'm telling the truth i'm being fucked over for it and that's one of the most heartbreaking scenes and i don't think that heartbreaking scene would have been this impactful if there was no character growth according to a lot of critics about fucking loki and yeah like this is i think one of the most preposterous criticisms that the show has gotten because initially a lot of people loved her because and you to be honest dude i loved silvi because i was like oh shit it's a girl loki it's a female's perspective first of all which i think marvel doesn't really i mean yeah captain marvel is fine but i mean you know the problems with captain marvel i don't really see a great female protagonist like even maria rambo i'm fine with her wanda vision yeah wanda is a great character she's one of the first female characters that has been really this compelling and it makes me care about her and i think that silvi is a close second because yeah silvi does make me care about her silvi is the the actress i'm sadly i'm so sorry i don't remember her name but that character is played so well by the actress who plays silvi and i'm totally convinced that yeah this is how she is and this is how her motivations are and in the end when she betrays him I'm like, oh shit, yeah, this this all lines up to how her character was, and I think that this is such great, great character building, and I don't understand why people have a lot of problem with it. And the second criticism that oh, but this is not our Loki, and why would he be this nice and emo, and why would he have emotions? No, the the I think what we what we not not I I, I don't mean we, but I think what a lot of people get wrong about. Loki as a character is that because he has shown so less on screen in the Marvel movies and in that very little time that he has he is always 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 the cunning guy the mean guy the villain guy we just assume that he is like this always which is not right because no he can't just keep what do you call it he can't just keep betraying everybody he sees that's not how betraying works betraying works when you select people Like that's just that's just simple betraying. I'm because never betrayed any more fucking losers. But no, the point is that I'm sorry, I'm tired of that. But no, fucking loser. Have have you have have you never seen people betray people? People don't betray everybody. People have to select. You have to see who do I betray for maximum gain. If you keep betraying everybody, you're never going to reach the person who you actually should betray. The simple betraying one on one guys. So that's one of the bigger problems with this thing. People are like, oh, why don't you betray? No. He's not supposed to. He clearly maps out that I'm going to help these guys. I'm going to be nice to them. I'm going to be like a whole good analyst for them. I'm going to help them solve this mystery. And last minute, pay kalti mar ke, I will win. That is how betraying and cunningness work. That's perfectly in line with Loki. And over the course of the six ep- episodes, when he, when he interacts with Sylvie, when he gets to know her better, when he is 
yeah he is a narcissistic selfish asshole and he does realize that shit i'm falling for this girl and she is she is me and it's so perfectly in line with the fact that he is so narcissistic that the only person he would fall in love with is himself just in a different body and whatever that is such a perfect twist to this character and his arc feels so well made and so well formed and that final scene when he tells her that you don't trust and i can't be trusted holy fuck that's such a heartbreaking moment man just shut up with these fuck all criticism but of course i'm not saying that these criticisms are the only criticism because these criticisms are the bad ones there are some good criticisms and particularly i have i think a couple firstly my big problem is at the romantic angle i wasn't a big fan of it because in my head i was like okay in the eventuality i love that heartbreaking scene because you can actually see that he loves her and everything everything but i don't really see it well developed up till that point because i don't and my bigger problem with that is i don't understand why couldn't they have just kept it to he just cares about some somebody like why is it that the first time loki is actually taking time out to like fucking care about somebody and like think of somebody other than himself why does it have to be a romantic angle why can't it just be an angle that i care about her because she is me why does it have to be love and my i think that's a much bigger issue of mine like which is not necessarily a great criticism because of course like this romantic angle could work had they just done it better but personally my criticism is that why did it have to be romantic in the first place why couldn't it just be that he cares about her and that that i don't understand why everything has to be love love romance and like abhi kya gana hi bacha hai abhi ek shankar hasan log ko bula lo what what else is left no i mean that's too harsh you, you you guys know what i mean i'm not a huge fan of everything being romantic romantic and my bigger problem was that it didn't really work out that well it worked but i would have liked more development more something because when you have such an overarching plot you have such an overarching big mystery to uncover and everything i don't like it when like a romantic angle is just squeezed into the middle of all this it doesn't feel natural and even if it does it feels like this could have been just a separate thing or a small side plot which is developed and then left and then eventually you know just wrapped up or whatever and then it just i just feel it gets too messy when you talk about freaking love and thing when these bigger mysteries and come and i don't think any movies like i don't i don't think most movies do this well let alone superhero movies where the stakes are say more higher where powers are involved where like the fighting is wrong everything everything it's like a lot of kitchedy and i don't like that kitchedy but saying that of course tom hiddleston acting fuck what a great fucking i mean oh, i already mentioned this but he is such a good actor and i hated that he was reduced in the marvel movies to just be comedy or slapstick a joke a you are cunning haha that's it but here he actually shines like in the moments where he is so vulnerable and where he is so heartbroken or, or contrasting to that even in the moments where he is trying to be cunning it's not like he is doing the same caricature of a character in the marvel cinematic universe he he feels like he's putting like he is a different kind of cunning with different kinds of people and that is very very clear here of course in the first one two episode doesn't really feel like that but over the course of time the way he thinks the way he uh, acts all of it just forms so well and i f- i think that, that was fucking great like tom isn't take a fucking bow man like i'm very proud of you for doing this fucking show and just doing so much justice to loki as a character And finally my last criticism of the show is that 
particularly i didn't like the way they dismissed everything that came before this mainly the infinity saga because oh in the first episode there's a gag where this one clerk will open a drawer and in the drawer there are lots of infinity gems and they're like oh yeah these are the paper weights these are useless and my biggest problem with that is yeah i get it that in the larger scheme of things oh when you are messing with the timeline it's so much bigger than infinity stones and everything everything but i just felt that i hated when movies do this especially superhero movies that something is very very important but then oh there's a bigger story to tell so in the bigger story this important thing is that a ye to useless hai this doesn't matter this we don't really care about this this is unimportant no because i don't understand why the infinity stones are so useless because even if there's one timeline the infinity stone should still have their power like what is making them not so powerful it's not well explained and i get that marvel is trying to say that oh infinity saga is over we're not going to touch on that again we're now moving to a bigger story bigger things multiverse and spiderman and whatever whatever but yeah like it's it's i can understand that you want to dismiss it but at least dismiss it a little creatively like don't just give me like oh yeah this is a paper weight haha gag and that's that like these were the biggest things for like 10 years like everything revolved around these stones and these stones have insane amounts of power so it is explain why they don't have power you know like that is one thing that feels so so weird that oh yeah like they don't have like power and yeah that's that and i don't really like that part but and finally the pacing of the show could have been better like after the reveal that the time keepers are just mindless androids or whatever 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 i felt that i felt that yeah like the next episode is going to be the game changer for this show the next episode is going to make or break it and then it all became about a gag about oh look there are so many different lokis one is black guy loki one is kid loki one is crocodile loki one is guy in a fancy dress costume loki like it just all got reduced to that and i was like okay yeah, you know what this is a pretty funny gag not gonna lie it's a pretty funny gag and the fact that they are in the void and there are so many different different versions of everybody here and everything everything yeah it's pretty funny but then you're like okay wait but if everybody's ending up in the void but then there's only one owen wilson but there are like what 20 lokis and why is it like that why why does this void work like that there's no real explanation and the other lokis aren't really apart from fancy dress loki who actually comes and helps these guys or say kid loki or whatever whatever those three guys who end up helping them i don't really know a lot about them apart from like one exposition dialogue i don't really care a lot about them and at the end of the day only fancy dress loki is the guy who is the most important he is the guy who ends up helping them achieve the killing of that big cloud monster thing and i just feel that yeah it could have the pacing could have been better and after building up to like oh the time keepers are androids blah 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 it could have been like the pace could have been kept up but but it wasn't and yeah that's like my last criticism of this but Now, to be honest don't get me wrong like my final thoughts would be that this is a great show i'm extremely excited about season 2 and even the subsequent i think doctor strange movie it is where this is going to be involved and people are theorizing that oh maybe the eternals are also going to be about this because the eternals are like oh we haven't interfered before but now it is like uh, oh the timelines are all fucked everything is ready mixed so now eternals will come like yeah great theories i hope it works out the way these guys are saying that it will work out and all of that shit and yeah i think that it will be i think that it will be fun and i think that this is a great show 
great performances great score great story mild pacing issues every once in a while a character will be like ah theek hai i don't really care about this and i'm like okay yeah this scene is a little too dragged on but as an overall the fact that they managed to tell the story so ambitiously 100% credit to marvel 100% credit to marvel and i think that yeah with the side characters like that judge renslayer or whatever who was like a pretty pathetic villain didn't particularly like her but owen wilson is so well developed that black lady who's a time cop her mystery is so well developed and yeah although i might not know a lot about her she might not be a very compelling character might not be a protagonist might be a side side character but yeah the movie uh, i'm saying movie the tv show makes me care about her makes me care about this world makes me care about what's going to happen and it's not on the sole basis that this is now going to shape the next 5 6 years of the mco on like if you told me that season 1 and season 2 of loki are only going to be this story and none of it is going to affect the rest of the mco i think i'd be equally invested because of the characters because of the story and because because yeah like it just comes together so well unlike say fucking falcon and winter soldier it's a pathetic show bad characters bad villains just i don't really care about anything and at the end it's all like oh the government has to be better for everybody and that that's it like that's what the end of this and could have been so rewarding wasn't this show on the other hand so fucking rewarding and i think yeah this show is pretty fucking good i'm excited for season 2 and yeah that's it so, yeah that's all i had to say please fucking go watch loki on disney hotstar thank you Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Just Get to the Point. Today I've recorded it in the car while I'm driving because I like my flow of thought while I'm driving and things like that. And I think that yeah, if you guys like this, please do let me know. I'm sorry if there was any audio snag and if my voice was mellow and if there was some traffic and khaddas and shit like that. I'm sorry about that, but yeah, I like this format. I like my free flow of thought. So do let me know what you guys think and please let me know about your opinions about Loki. and yep stay tuned for the next episode thanks guys